0: Welcome to Business and Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Brazzo Pobridge. This episode is sponsored by Life Success Academy, a place where you recreate your business and personal happiness. My guest today is Carolyn King, business owner, positive psychology master coach, and kinesiologist. Hi, Carolyn. How
1: are you, my friend? I'm really good, Brazzo. How are you? I'm doing great, so good to see you. It's good to see you on the other side of the world. <laughs> yes,
0: wow. So we have Australia and we have US here, East Coast, New York, New Jersey. Uh, you know, I wanted to talk to you about relationships and how, and you know, inha- what can we do to enhance
1: our existing relationships? You know, I love this topic because let's face it, we all have relationships in our lives, whether it's partners, friends, children, and I know that so many of us could learn how to enhance our relationships. So I think this is an awesome chat that we're going to have today. What do you think? Do you think the first thing, one of the issues I think I've learned over the years and and, and I see with people around me is listening, do you feel that? That? What did you say? <laughs> That's exactly right. Or, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And you're just not listening at all. Are you? <laughs> I, I hear you. I agree. And, and <laughs>
0: Sorry, I didn't get I, I was busy with, uh, I was just chatting with someone. What did you just
1: say? You were just on your phone, weren't you? Yes. <laughs> Active listening. We need to listen more, don't we? Yes. You know,
0: it's it's actually amazing. I was thinking, you know years ago, uh, gosh, more, I don't know many, many years ago I took a, I took a um, like certification program at New York University, and there was like six courses, I think, like really long two years or something. And one of the courses was active listening, right? And, and as the instructor, the professor said, you know this is like one of the things that we all need so much in life but they don't teach you this in school. They don't teach you in college. Maybe this day they have something, I have no clue. But like this this active listening is the skill that we, we need to create and develop. It doesn't just come up. Most of us, when we are in conversation, so we have a relationship, like you said, it could be partner, kids, colleague, stranger. What do we do? We When we listen to another person, we, most of the time, we think what we're going to say next, right? That's not active listening. So so what is active listening and what, why this active listening
1: thing can help us enhance our relationships? What do you think? Well, I think it helps us enhance our relationships because most people want to feel heard, don't they? They don't want to, they want to know that someone can hear them and understand them and is really listening to what they're saying so that's the way it works and and I've been guilty of not being active you know as a parent I don't know how many times my kids have said to me or my partner I told you this and I just look at them and I'm thinking I'm sure you didn't <laughs> clearly I wasn't listening <laughs> <laughs> one it's important to make them feel heard or help them feel heard but also it can be important in life that you're actually listening to what's going on around you yes yes yes
0: and it's also, you know, when we talk about partnership, that the news could be, or actually anyone, I'll take it back from anyone, that the news that they may deliver to us could be good news or could be a bad news. And most of us think that uh responding to a bad news is really important. But actually, there's a lot of research that shows that responding to good news is as important if not more important than responding to bad news and i i know you know about this research as well um what's
1: your thought on that somebody gives oh, you bad news somebody gives you good news sorry how do you respond well getting back to the bad news i know some people that will only communicate with someone when there's bad news going on because they love to help people all the time <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. But I also know people that say to me, I told someone that, you know, I, I got my certificate or I, some kind of good news and they get upset that the other person hasn't acknowledged or celebrated with them or said, oh, how wonderful is that? Tell me more about it. Because when we, we've created a society, I think, that we don't always celebrate our wins and we celebrate what's good in life. So when someone tells you good news, it's great to celebrate with them. Hey, that's really awesome. And to encourage that kind of a conversation, you did a really good job. You know, you, you ran a mile, or you you finished your certificate, or you baked this cake and it tastes really good. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. And I think that's one of the things that we've we've created a society that we don't always pat ourselves on the back. So that positive engagement is a way to sort of perpetuate that and to help spread more of that good news. We need to celebrate. And when we positively engage, we're encouraging the other person to share more of that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly to encourage them to share. You know,
0: I wanted, I was thinking of one of my uh, coaching clients. And uh, basically, he was saying how, um, you know, some of his friends, when they've heard that, he became a certified course. They're like, ah, you know, you're a coach, right? And I go, okay, they're not your friends. Let's move on. And then he goes, he's going back to his country. And this is not really a joke. He's going back in like three months. And he started preparing. Uh, how will his family react to this thing that he's now a coach? Like, who are you to be a coach, right? But these are the terrible things If we are raising the kids that have to worry about, you know, creating their own future and worry about what 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 we as a parents and or you know uncles aunts gonna say and not supporting them. You know, they're not drug dealers; they're coaches. <laughs> I mean, come on. So it's really sad, right? So so as 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 um, you know, as a parents, as aunts, as a teachers, so as we really have to uh, create this. Uh, you know, as we call about positive engagement and and support support these kids when they do the right thing right you
1: know what it's not just kids i know for me um and this is a personal story of mine when i became a kinesiologist i was worried about what people would think you know what is that what are you doing you know, and I, I struggled to really own who that was because prior to that I was an accountant and it was easy to say, I'm an accountant. I, you know, I'm in an office, I'm an office manager. It's very black and white, people accept it. But becoming a kinesiologist and really stepping into that space with my family, who, by the way, were fully accepting, it was my own stuff at the start, they may not have asked the questions and been as engaged, but that's okay, it's just that they don't understand it. And other people... And I think that that's the part. If you don't understand something like coaching, oh, tell me more about it. That's what you can ask. Let's go deeper. So you're a coach. What made you want to be a coach? You know, if you don't understand, ask questions because you may learn something new. You may go, oh, I want to do that. Or, oh, I need help from a coach. Let me go see a coach or a kinesiologist or whatever it is. And I think that's the part of positive engagement is we learn more about the other person but we also learn more about ourselves because we may learn about something that we're not even aware that we'd be interested in
0: so true how do we practice active listening like, what can we do well the
1: first thing is put your phone down
0: <laughs> uh, uh sorry uh, uh can i put you on hold for a second please
1: We do not need your phone down. I love it when I go to lunch with a girlfriend and they'll put their phone deliberately on silent and it's face down so they can't even see it, which is awesome. The problem now is that we also have smartwatches that also interrupt us. So we need to consciously put the, the conversation away because 20 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, 25 years ago, we didn't have phones. So they weren't a distraction. We were able to live without that distraction. I think the other thing is to... Make eye contact, eye contact with the other person and really listen to what they're saying. Not thinking about, oh, I want to say this, but listen and be invested in what they're saying and look at the body language, look at how they're feeling because I think listening is more than just words, isn't it? Listening is the whole package. You know, I was just
0: thinking and I actually just, compared to, to write something down. I was thinking I was listening the other day so I was actually listening to you but I had something else in mind I wanted to say you know you know how we do we don't listen what other people say so but seriously um as you were saying that um I was thinking of I was listening the other day um I think it was a Kevin Hart who was talking about the show that when Oprah Winfrey came to his house, and this is this is of course has to do with the business, right? But how important that active listening and when you said putting the phone down, actually the first thing that Oprah crew what they do is, of course, make sure that all the phones are off, then unplugging all the you know uh, 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 what do you call these old plug-in phones? I don't know how they're called. L- phones, <laughs> wired <laughs> phones, whatever you call them these days, right? um but like you know so, so that we can focus right so active listening is important from so many different ways right but we do know that it will uh, certainly improve our relationships and what i suggest to people is just keep this in mind and as you listen to it's almost like meditation so like you listen to someone you know like when, when some of us who, who experienced meditation i know you are a meditation teacher right so you're teaching it but you experiencing this as well as you meditate. The thoughts come to your mind. And what do we do? We acknowledge them and we move on. Then We acknowledge them again, we move on, right? So same thing with active listening. You, you, you really say, let me listen. And then you catch your thought. and go, okay, let me move on. Go back to Caleb. Another one came in. It's okay. Let me move on, okay, right? So that's like one simple tool that people can try. And more you practice it, right more you will be able to develop that active listening and to really be engaged and that certainly will improve any relationships as you said this is with the kids with partners with
1: strangers right with anyone absolutely and i like that you mentioned strangers too because sometimes it's just being at the shops and seeing somebody and just actively listening to and when i say actively listening they may not say anything but just being aware of them and that little bit of smile, that smile that you give them, or that that just that acknowledgement can make their day. Yes, that stuff is gold. That's the stuff that really improves all our relationships. I still remember a few weeks ago, I went to a, a fast food takeaway store, and I don't know if you had red. Have you have red rooster in the US? I don't think you have a red rooster in the US. No, it's like Kentucky, but. Um, It's
0: familiar. I don't know what, maybe not. Red rooster.
1: It's like fresh chicken. Anyway, I remember going through, and I still remember this. This was a month ago. And the lady was engaged. She was happy. She was genuinely happy. It wasn't fake. And I still remember now a month down the track how she made me feel because she was so engaged and active in our conversation. And the transaction was only whatever whatever minutes it is when you go through a drive-through to get takeaway. I still remember it. So that impact she had on me, she will never know. But that, that's what we can have. We can have that impact on people around us, whether it's strangers or whether it's our partner or whether it's our kids. That active listening and being engaged, positively engaged, it, it literally can leave lasting memories, positive memories. And that is also impacting positively our
0: lives. Yes. Right? Yes, <laughs> like I was saying, the other, the other time we were talking about, even if we look at the selfishly, so here's that statement again, you know, selfishly,
1: to actively listen, it will, it will impact our lives. Seriously, definitely. Yeah. Well, we need to actively listen to ourselves too, don't we, really? <laughs> we need to listen to what we need. That's probably another topic. But <laughs> <laughs> so now that you said we need to actively listen to
0: ourselves, it get me to one more Think maybe we can discuss and that's the me time in yes. time giving time to myself before i can improve relationship with others i want to improve my own with myself
1: isn't that so important
0: the most important
1: oh you know i see so many clients and they'll tell me I have to do this and I have to do this and I have to do this for my partner and I have to do this for the kids and I have to do this for work. And I, and I go, hang on, whoa, 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 where's your time? Oh, I'm too tired for me time. And I think, and, and then we spend a whole lot of time trying to find ways to create time for themselves. Because me time is that time, it's the gift you give to yourself because we need to give to ourselves before we give to others. And I don't know for you, Braco, you start the day off with me time, don't you? I do. That's, I mean, I've been doing that for years. And
0: honestly, I think that helped me tremendously keep improving relationship with, with my partner, with my wife, and with so many people around. me. Because I know it's, I need time for myself. So, yeah. So I start, you know, I get up earlier. And before anybody else says, oh, well, not right now. It's just me and my wife. And so I'll do my exercise. I'll do my meditation. I do yoga often, not every morning. Uh, so I'll do either spin bike or I'll go on treadmill or both. doesn't matter. But I'll do my me time. I'll come to my office then. Then I will do my strategy for the day or a longer stra- right, strategy. And so that's all my me time. And then I can just give so much to others. Then I'm ready to give to others. So that it really comes to, you know, putting a mask on yourself first, right? Before before you put to the to other people. And um, and yeah, and it's really really important. A lot of people don't. A lot of people struggle with this. I I think we want them to understand that this is important. That the only way you will have great relationship with other people. If you start with yourself, if you are happy with yourself,
1: with what you do on a daily basis. And I think me time helps you learn to actively listen to yourself so that you know when you can be with somebody else and when you can't. And, you know, I know towards the end of the day, towards the end of the night, I start to get tired. And I know because you and I both give so much because we're we're working with people that you may get a message at seven o'clock on your phone. And I now know whether I can answer that message and engage with that person or whether I, my body and my mind and my heart is saying, nope, that's it for today. You need to have a break. You need to turn your phone off and you can deal with them in the morning. And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes you get those messages where someone's sent you a message and, you know, they may need your help. and And I'm not saying don't help somebody else, but what I am saying is you can't keep giving from yourself without feeding yourself and what can happen is if you are giving from an empty tank to somebody that needs your help you may actually do more damage because you don't you won't have the right words to use or you won't have enough energy to give and so it's so important that we can't always just jump and help someone when we're not in the right state to do that because it'll do more damage to the relationship than you not answering and you know, reaching out in the morning. So I think I know that's something I've learned over the last few years is to honour how I feel and whether I have the capacity right now to, to work or help someone. And sometimes it's not even helping someone. Sometimes it might be just someone engaging in just normal chit-chat. Yes. But I may not be in the right, you know, I might be so tired that if I engage in it, they may feel that I'm being aloof or cold but it's just because i'm tired because remember when we're communicating with people especially on social media like texting and whatever else we don't know the intention of the person on the other side we're not when we're seeing each other we can read faces and body language but on technology we can't so we need to give back to ourselves have that me time so we truly understand and know when we can give and when we need to pull back so what true. So
0: true. And and I think what's also important, what's really important that we give a lot of energy outwards, right? And I know both of us do it, and the coaches, they all do it, right? They, they just, it's all about serving people. It's about giving, giving a lot of energy outwards. But at the same time, we have to reserve a lot of energy for us. And you just, you pointed something out really great. The end of the day comes, it's not just morning, right? Morning I gave myself me time, but it comes at the end of the day, right? Now I still need energy for me and I'm sorry. This is why, you know, my schedule is, as you know, around, you know, 4.35, cleaning up a desk, six o'clock is my dinner time, that's it, right? And then, then it's just my time with my wife, right? So that's you really have to have that, create that uh, uh, good you know me time and other time, <laughs> other people's time, whatever we call it, right? Giving to others, uh but the me time is is,
1: is really key to successful life. You know? It really is, but I find a lot of people are scared to do it for some reason. They feel their time just being everyone for everyone else, that they lose who they are. The problem with that is. You can delay it for a period of time, but eventually it catches up on you. Eventually, mm-hmm. you get to a point where you're burnt out, or you suddenly those people don't need you anymore, and that's where people start to feel lonely rather than being a being comfortable in their aloneness.
0: Love how you said that. It's beautiful. It's all right. It's all right. What's one more
1: thing we can discuss? will help enhance the relationship you know one of the best things for relationships fun time we need to bring Ooh, more that's love. and that's your partner your kids your friends anyone even strangers you know you can have a giggle out there it's just having that levity and that lightness and that fun time whatever that means to you love it
0: and uh it just you know have a fun time and try to be a kid again Think about when, you know, some of us who are older, right, to to just try to be a kid again. And that fun time could be, and I know this sounds maybe weird, but could be connected with the me time. There's a time that I'll go to the basement before I do treadmill. I turn on the music and I dance and I laugh and I smile. and I have so much fun. If somebody is looking at me, they will say, this guy is crazy, right? But nobody's looking and I'm having fun. And I'm creating a beautiful day for myself and for people around me, right? Um, Fun time could be, you know, yesterday, I actually went, uh, uh, took my friend uh, next door, friend and neighbor, went out for a beautiful lunch and, and a beer. So we had a great time, we, you know, reconnected. So now, hey, there's my fun time, there's me time, there's relationship improvement. I mean, it just covers so much.
1: Uh, when you have a fun, right? Oh, I agree. And sometimes I I did a presentation yesterday for Year 12 students and I called it playtime. And what I said to them is that playtime or that fun time is like a holiday for your mind. You know, we can't always take two weeks off to go to the Bahamas or to Europe or wherever it is. And what happens when we go on a holiday? We usually come back refreshed, ready to go. Well, a bit of fun time, a bit of playtime is like that holiday for your mind awesome thing about that is that fun time doesn't need to be two weeks it can be half an hour or even 10 minutes of just laughter or acting silly or dancing around the room like you said or singing coloring in or whatever it is that play time that fun time it's like a holiday for your mind and you come back ready to go and then that improves your relationships whether you're having that fun time with somebody else And you're connecting on a different level or whether you're doing it with yourself and you come out with the ability to be more engaged with life and again then being more active and more positive with the people around us yeah so so true so so how do kids learn
0: how do they learn they just do it don't they they don't care about what how they look they don't care if they look silly they just do it And they have fun, you know, teachers in, 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 uh, you know, they teach them through games, through playtime, through fun time. This is how they learn, right? So we can try to be kids again and learn, even learn, right? Not just have fun for the fun sake of the fun, but learn through fun.
1: Oh, if we learn through fun, I think we're more engaged as adults. I mean, you know, we we become adults and we forget the childlike. We're not talking about being childish. We're talking about being childlike. We start adulting, I don't know if that's a word, but we'll make it a word, we start adulting and we think that we can't suddenly act a little bit silly and, and have some fun. And, you know, I, I love, I had a memory a few years ago where we were at the shops and, and these two older men, and I'll say older, I'm not sure if they were in their 70s or 80s, but they were a little bit older than me, and they, <laughs> they dropped they dropped a bottle of water and it rolled under their car and I looked at them and I said, oh, do you want me to go grab that for you? And he looked at me with this cheeky grin and I thought, oh, you're, you two are up to something cheeky. And they, they looked at each other and said, no, if we're scared. If you get it, you're going to run off with our drinks. No, 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 no. And they had a big giggle and it was just all fun. And, again, that's a memory that I have from I don't even know how long ago it was, five, six, seven years ago. They were having fun. Even me watching them having fun, I was, i was in, you know, Again, that's that observer effect. I think that we've talked about with kindness, observing someone else having fun and just being in that moment with them, it left, lifted my spirits. So, having fun, and, and they were in their seventies. I don't know how old they were. I didn't ask them their age. But you're never too old to have some fun, and not really. You don't have to worry about what other people around you, um, how they are going to judge you because. It's, it's you. It feeds your soul. And that funness improves your relationship with the world around you, not just people, but the world around you.
0: You know, just to add to that, to funness and, and you know, um, all the people and so on, you know, there's a lot of research that shows that when people laugh, it basically helps them with their overall well-being. There was a research people being in hospital in, in hospital bed And just bringing them, you know, I say tape, you know, the old days, right? That's what he said. But basically showing them just some fun video, right? Where they can laugh. It's really the way to do. There's a reason that laughter yoga was invented and it's now all over the the world, right? And I love it. You know, sometimes I'll teach a couple of minutes, but most of the time I will just be participant. And if any of you folks try that, it's just amazing experience. You
1: laugh for no reason. You're having fun. I just tell people do that. Do that now. Just laugh. Just fake a laugh. <laughs> you just fake a laugh, and you start laughing.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right.
1: Awesome. So, so you. So, would you
0: say? So, we cover I think a thing, couple of things to in order to, um, you know, uh, enhance uh, our relationships with really with everybody is to be active listener. You know, with uh, uh, a positive engagement, uh, have
1: some uh, me time. Very, very important. And also have a fun time, right? Absolutely. I think they're all keys to being more actively engaged with all our relationships. It improves all our relationships. Nice. Carol, thank you so
0: much. Such a pleasure talking to you. And I will talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you, vratso thank, thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Become the Life Success Academy founding member. Go to academyoflifesuccess.com and click on founding member to get 60% of full membership.